Empaths are highly sensitive individuals who have the ability to sense what people around them are thinking and feeling. And oftentimes they're taking on this pain of other people at their own expense. So if this sounds like you in any way, then you're going to want to stick around for today's episode. The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to Rat Race Reboot. I'm your host, Laura Noel. And as a certified coach and former 27-year military leader, each week I provide bite-sized mindset pivots that will help you reset your mind, reawaken your spirit, and regain your control. Welcome to another episode of Rat Race Reboot. I was recently at um, our um, residency at William James College, Functional Neuroanatomy, and we had the opportunity in class to play around with some of these instruments, such as the EEG. Now, I'm I'm going to say that I'm going to botch this up, the electroencephalography EEG. <laughs> and so this is where we kind of attach little electrodes on our forehead and on the back of our head. And we were doing this so that we could take a measurement of our brain waves. So we were looking at um, the alpha waves, our delta waves, beta, theta, and we were just kind of measuring our baseline state. And then individuals were asking us questions to see how things shifted. And I was really pleased to see. Now, I've been working on my mindset and doing mindfulness exercises Gosh, since I started my personal development journey back in 2013. So this has been a constant and deliberate practice because I am an empath. When I'm in a crowded room, if I don't if I'm not mindful of the energies that are around me or if I'm not mindful of um taking care of myself, I'll find myself at the end of a meeting or at the end of a day if it's particularly active and there's a lot of negativity rolling around I will feel depleted at the end of the day. And if I'm not aware, I might attribute it to, well, I guess I didn't get enough sleep or I didn't, I had too much coffee or too little coffee. I might attribute it to these external things, but really in reality is I'm absorbing the energy around me and I'm not being mindful of that. And I'm not taking steps to kind of counter that. But the old me I think if I were doing this EEG exercise in class, um, might have been kind of all over the map in terms of beta wave activity. So beta, there's the different waves of activity. There's delta when you're in a deep, deep sleep, theta, alpha, um, beta. And we were measuring these brain waves during our class. And what was really cool to see is um, when you're in beta, you're... um, when you're stressed, beta waves can kick in and kind of be in hypermotion and sending messages to the amygdala, which controls our emotional processing. So if your brain is producing high beta, um, it'll look like on the EEG that the brain waves are really fast and active. And when you're more relaxed and you're in a wakeful state, um, you're you might see more activity in the alpha waves. And so you might be in a relaxed, wakeful state. And what can help 
set that stage for that is doing relaxation techniques like mindfulness and meditation that might help increase your alpha waves. And this in turn will help you feel more calm, less anxious. Um, And according to some studies, it might even help you boost your creativity. And so what was fun about this and what I wasn't expecting is because I feel like I'm woo squirrel, shiny penny. Uh, I thought that I would have a lot of activity, hyperactivity, especially being in the classroom. I I expected to see that show up in uh, the beta waves. But what had happened is I, I had more activity in alpha and I was awake. I had my coffee. I was alert. I was having conversations with people. But I was at this really calm and relaxed state. And I attribute that to the years and years of um, mindfulness and meditation and just the ability of releasing emotions that aren't mine and protecting my energy before I enter into a room full of uh, of people with all the different emotions and energies in the room. And I want to share with you a few things that have been helpful for me, and I hope that they're helpful for you. And here's the interesting thing is when we were doing this experiment, one of my classmates came up to me and just wanted to see what what would happen if she kind of took my hand and said, Laura, I feel horrible. My my dog just died or my cat just died. And you could see the beta waves like really triggering. I was taking on that feeling. I actually felt it. And I knew that it wasn't true, but I was listening to what she was saying and she was kind of putting on with the emotion and it was showing up in the EEG. So if we're not protecting our energy over time, that can kind of become our baseline. It becomes, it gets absorbed in us, right? If we're not mindful. So I I wanted to share this with you today because also during my residency at William James, this was a class on self-care and it was all about brain-based self-care. And one of the instructors gave us this little card. You're seeing it probably backwards here. Um, it's, I release any energies and emotions that are not mine. And I love this, this mantra because it's something that I've adopted over the years. But what's funny is as I was scrolling through my Facebook feed today, I was listening to somebody kind of talking about the idea of reacting versus responding and taking on other people's negative emotions. And um, he said a, a catchphrase called, put it down, put it down. When he finds himself in a stressful conversation or a difficult conversation, And he finds himself, and he was using it in the context of gaslighting, when somebody is trying to kind of rope you into the conversation, and um, they're trying to gaslight and get you to kind of doubt your beliefs and what you believe to be true or what you remember to be true. And he had this catchphrase, put it down, to not pick up what they were throwing down and not kind of engage in that conversation. And I felt like this was really applicable to any situation um, or area when we're engaging with a, a group of people or one person where their energy out there is just, it can feel overwhelming. It's, it, it's not ours to carry. And I wanted to share the story because this gentleman with that, that gaslighting um, context talking about put it down as being his catchphrase, it it reminds me of when my husband and I would go to Costco 
and we might separate and go our different ways and go down the aisles. And sometimes I would be looking through aisles and picking up things in my hand and out of nowhere, he would appear and I'd hear this, put it down. I wouldn't even know where he was coming from. I'd hear this voice, put it down. And I'm like, okay, put it down. Cause I would, I would pick up all these things in Costco that I didn't even go there to get. And before you know it, $500 later, I have, you know, some Twinkies, a couple oranges or some rice, and then all of these other gadgets and things that I don't need at all. I just kept picking them up and putting them in my cart. And we do that emotionally with baggage. And that's why this catchphrase, put it down, resonated with me. And this is going to be one of your, um, one of the things that you can do to help you not absorb what isn't yours. So what you can do if you don't want to absorb everything that's out there, all of the emotion and all of the drama and all of the, the baggage and the troubles and the energy that other people are carrying with you is one thing that you could do is practice mindfulness. And I would recommend checking in with yourself at different times during the day, maybe three times during the day. How am I feeling right now? What am I thinking right now? And then what do I need right now? And just slowing down, taking a pause. And when you start to feel stress or you start to feel that anxiety or you start to feel kind of a heavy feeling, ask yourself, does this belong to me? And if it doesn't, put it down. Remind yourself to put it down. In fact, develop a little catchphrase for yourself I like to put it down. I, I think that works for me. And it just reminds me of a funny story that I can link it to. But find something that a catchphrase that reminds you in that moment or a question, is this mine? That might be a, a great phrase for you when you're feeling the stress of the energy in the room around you. You know, being mindful, asking yourself these questions, and then making the conscious decision to release emotions that aren't yours. And when you're going into a situation where you know there's going to be a lot of, of energy around you, take a deliberate step to protect your energy. So before you get, go into that circumstance, imagine that you have white light protecting you all around you. It's kind of your bubble and that you can still release love. Love is a renewable resource, actually. You can give that love, but you're only allowing consciously other people's energy into your field when you consciously allow it. So just creating kind of this energy around your body that is a protective layer where you can let in love, you can let out love, but you're consciously choosing what you'll allow in. And then at the end of the day, check in again with that mindfulness. How am I feeling right now? Did I carry in anything that doesn't belong to me into the space? And what can I do to release it? Being deliberate with some of these questions will help you, one, not take on energy when you're engaging into a circumstance or a situation. You're being mindful of that. You're being mindful of when you don't feel quite 100% yourself and your energy feels off. You can ask yourself, is this energy mine? Where did it come from? Um, what what could I do right now to make myself feel a little bit better? What one thing could I do right now? And then do it. 
And then taking that mindfulness into the end of the day or at the end of a circumstance or a gathering of people and and then asking yourself these questions, um, how can I clear myself of that energy? And then having a trigger uh, trigger phrase that can help you when you are engaging in a conversation or a difficult conversation or a, in a group of people where you know it's going to be emotionally charged. Um, when you're engaging in that conversation with that other person, know that their energy is not your energy. It's not your baggage to hold on to. Remind yourself to put it down. You can still be compassionate and loving, but you don't have to absorb other people's energy. And I think that in and of itself is a really powerful lesson. You can be, you can have empathy, you can be compassionate, but again, you don't have to absorb it. You don't have to carry it. It's not yours to carry. So I hope this has been helpful for you today. And if you need any support um, and you want to kind of talk through some of these techniques and maybe some of the challenges you might be dealing with, these are learned skills. And once you put them into practice over time, you're going to look back and you're going to need a telescope to look back to where you came from because your life will shift in wonderful and beautiful ways. And you'll be able to help more people when you protect your energy first, when you're aware of what's happening in your field of energy and you know what to do to protect yourself. So I hope this has been helpful. Remember, everything in your life is created twice. First in your mindset, your imagination, and then in physical form. Visit us on ratracereboot.com and we look forward to seeing you next week. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates. 